0: Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things.
1: I'm Tom. Eric.
0: Today's project comes to us courtesy of friend of the show, Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. And I like doing these because generally it's something that uh, they were like, ha what about whatever, 2.0, like seven months ago, and they have no idea what fresh hell we're about to uh, unleash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A latent suggestion. Mm-hmm. Very good.
0: So... Today's project is Piano 2.0.
1: Oh, that's. Uh, piano is my forte. I thought
0: you were going to say that's surprisingly wholesome after expecting me to drop something ridiculous. Well, sure.
1: Yeah. Yes. But no. So, piano. Yeah. Uh, piano. Nope.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll change piano to PA. Yes.
1: Yes, we should. <laughs>
0: yep um yeah let's let's just get into it so for me i think the the obvious part of the piano is that you play it
1: yes uh yeah unless it's a player piano
0: we'll get there oh don't worry all right don't don't uh, get ahead of yourself here um and the way you play it uh typically is with keys Uh uh-huh and uh to that i say no, thank you, Mr. Steinway. <laughs> wow. It's not okay. the 1800s anymore. That's
1: true, it's not.
0: Or whenever Steinway was a person making pianos.
1: Was Steinway even a person? Maybe it was just like um, some amalgam, some freakish amalgam of ivory and wood. <laughs> that just sort of came
0: together to form the first piano?
1: Yes, that's right. Primordial, primordial piano ooze.
0: A freak metal and wood and lacquer uh, storm.
1: Yeah, it's like um, yeah, the the odds of of a tornado putting a jet plane together, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Exactly. Yes.
0: And then they were like, "Wow, that's a piano! All right, <laughs> that is what I will call it, having never yeah. seen such a thing before." Yeah, exactly.
1: I I always I always thought about um. Like uh, that, that, that trope of, this is off topic, but <laughs> that, that trope of, of like a, a tornado putting a jet plane together, that, that whole m- meme. Mm-hmm. I, I always, whenever I think about that, I, I always think it's, it wouldn't it be hilarious if like, I don't know, like it, it just did it almost like perfectly, except like one of the, one of the call attendant lights was like the wrong color or something. <laughs> stupid tornado yeah yeah exactly it's like get okay. it right idiot yeah or like like a an infinite number of monkeys typing on an infinite number of i was gonna say pianos which hey hey now uh, that'd be great um typewriters and then and then it like produces the entire works of shakespeare except one word is wrong or it's like shakespeare everywhere so close monkeys i know <laughs> so anyway um, back to pianos back to pianos so I want to explore some. How alternate... would you rate? How would you rate current pianos on a scale uh, from C to C? I'm gonna go with a strong C minus. Uh, that's not even a note. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the joke
0: we're making, damn it. So I want. Yeah, I want to explore some other input methods, and I think um, there's a whole lot to think about. And uh, one of them, I think, is that pianos obviously have very discrete note input in that each yes. key represents a note. Yeah. And that feels very limiting to me. mm mm-hmm. um, And one of the ways, and I'm just putting this out there, not necessarily the thing to do, is a theremin-style input.
1: Yeah, or, uh, I mean, I was I was thinking the Otama tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the old... Uh... Did that sound like
0: it? <laughs> that sounded uncannily like it. Oh, wow. Like, I could have, I, I absolutely would have believed that you own an otamatone, despite the fact that I know you do not. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, haha! I'll swap in a real otamatone later, but I don't no, have to. You don't
1: to. have to. You don't have to at all. This is great.
0: Incredible. Um. Also, now that you've said that, I very much like the idea of having to pinch a piano's face to make sound yes. come out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we'll have to first solve the, the issue that pianos don't have faces currently. But mm-hmm. yes. Once we, once we do that, then yeah. absolutely squish the face.
0: <laughs> the way you said that was really aggressive. Like, aggressive. like absolutely squish the face. Squish the face. And I love it. Yeah. Okay. Both of those are good. What if uh, instead of a keyboard, piano had like gloves? Wait, what? Uh, yep i knew that was going to need some more explanation
1: (laughs) it's just like like uh, 108 glove or 108 mod modulo no wait uh divided by five number of gloves and each key each finger on the glove is is a key that you then you then manipulate somehow like you pull you pull the finger
0: Listen, I'm no musician. I'm just i'm I'm an idea guy, but what Got I'm it. saying is rather than having a keyboard, what if some sort of uh, like articulated the power glove? exactly like the power glove? Some sort of articulated arm that was attached to a power glove mm-hmm. that you then put your hand in and right and the piano could
1: sense obviously where the gloves were oh i see so so it's like a virtual like i see yes uh i think i think i understand yeah it's keyboard without even having a keyboard yeah yeah like um minority report style like glove things that you kind of manipulate yes exactly um, like that yeah 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 the benefit of this
0: to my mind is that obviously pianos are uh essentially two bit in terms of their Do I mean that? No, one bit. One bit. They have one bit. uh, They're either, you know, you're pressing a key or you're not pressing a key. Mm -hmm. Whereas with gloves, you can have
1: degrees of like up and down and. Well, technically, technically, Tom, uh, you can hit a piano key harder. I know. I know. I, I know you know. But you can't hit a
0: piano key sideways.
1: That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Um, what would the, what, how would that change the sound? Like hitting it sideways?
0: Um, I mean, I think. Or it, up. Yeah. What if you hit a piano key up? It would make a reverse sound clearly. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it, it would, yeah. Instead of being like, oh, I can't, I'm not going to make a piano. I can't make a piano, So I can only make automaton sounds. <laughs> but yeah. Instead, instead of like, like, like a, like a bing, it would be like, yep.
0: Yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's think cool. about
0: the the musical possibilities that, that opens up
1: it would be a stunning reversal
0: but i but i still very much like the otamaton uh mm-hmm. input method so maybe a sort of a, a an incorporation of both of the best of both of those things is like one hand is sort of you know in a glove or in some kind of sensor field and that mm-hmm. controls notes and the other hand uh pinches the face
1: yes yeah, that that's kind of that feels very thereminy. Ther mm-hmm. ther there, thereminic, y'all.
0: Um, it does, and I think maybe what we don't know that is the terrible secret of theremin players is that one of their hands is pinching a virtual face at all times.
1: Yeah, exactly. Have you seen you? You've definitely seen like professional theremin players. Oh yeah, they got they got theremin claw. <laughs> it's so it, it's so messed up is it like safe for web claw only theremins? Yeah, exactly. It's just in the air. Wow, safe for web claw. That's like a deep cut. Um do they?
0: Like I I don't think I've ever really Oh,
1: you should you should watch it. They're they're um the the hand that manipulates the 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 notes. Mm-hmm. Um they they kind of hold their their hand in like a a weird claw mm-hmm. and I'm doing it in front of my face, and it would be much easier for you to see if you could actually see it. <laughs> but uh, like, and then they they like stick out their fingers in a very precise way um, to to like make those dis- to make the notes discreet because obviously it's it's a it's a very smooth scale, right? So to mm-hmm. play individual adjacent notes, you need to make like very precise robotic finger movements. So that, uh, but, but then, you know, obviously you you have to do that to make the discrete notes, but then the, you know, the nature of the, of the theremin is that you, it is a like smooth, n- no note situation, like a violin. Mm hmm.
0: Um, this is very good because what we're introducing is the idea of a piano claw. Yes, that's which right. Which sounds cool as heck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, would the, um, I would imagine the gloves would be would like enforce the claw to a certain extent. Like you would put your hand in and but the glove would, would have some resistance or something that would form your hand into this claw shape. <laughs> Against your will. Well, just, <laughs> This is just, your hand. It's now. just a stiff glove. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean it would have to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or or maybe the training ones are like that. Mm, yeah. Like once... you, baby's first yeah, baby's first piano claw. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't really consider like in, in the long storied history of the redesign podcast, um, starring Tom and Eric, we haven't really thought about how babies would use our stuff. So I wonder if there's an opportunity to have like um you know, in the in the same way that you get a training claw glove for for adults, you could have like a baby training claw glove to mm-hmm. get them started real early.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're trying to train up the next, yeah. you know, Mozart or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just exactly. as soon as as soon as they have any degree of
1: uh, motor coordination, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: put the claw glove on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> give them the claw.
0: <laughs> yes, all of this very good, and I like the idea that you graduate from the training glove to just like you've done it. We we mm-hmm. trust you now with a piano. Mm-hmm.
1: Here you go. Exactly it's like getting the keys to your own piano. Hmm. hmm. Take that for a spin.
0: There's there's something to that and I want to circle back, but mm-hmm. before we get to that specifically, I do want to talk about the sound of the piano. Yes. Uh, you know, it's classic, it's well regarded, it is a staple of many kinds of music. Does it do enough?
1: Um, so the thing about the thing about pianos that I've always found weird is that um they're they're technically so okay so they they have strings in them
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they're technically not a string instrument as far as I know they are a percussion instrument because the strings are struck not mm-hmm. bowed or plucked but uh, the thing that always uh, that always freaked me out about pianos was that they don't sound like a string instrument it sounds like something very very uniquely piano to mm-hmm. me. Uh, at least to me. So I wonder if like, you know, expanding the range of, of different sounds that this piano can make. Is that a, is that a good idea? Would, do we risk losing the essence of piano? I mean, the answer to this question is already maybe. (laughs) No, but, but like uh, I'm thinking about keyboards, like electronic Mm -hmm. keyboards and they, they clearly are piano like, but can make Mm -hmm. any sound you could ever imagine.
0: Mm -hmm, Which may be,
1: you could program a keyboard to to uh, do differently pitched burps,
0: and I'm sure someone has done that. Yeah, I guess it's it's how do we avoid the risk of of piano 2.0 just becoming a glorified synthesizer, which That's I don't right. think either of us want.
1: No, no, we don't want that at all.
0: Um, maybe I think you've you've hit on an interesting avenue to explore, which is what if we made it very clear that a piano was in fact a string instrument and not right. a per- percussive instrument.
1: Oh. And
0: just like, no more category confusion here. A piano is now a string instrument. And the way that we have settled this debate once and for all is by replacing all of the piano hammers with tiny bows.
1: Yes. Uh, I, I'm i so down. I, I was originally um thinking like, well, okay. So yeah, there there would be tiny bows. You could do the, do the easy piano route uh of like having the bows be directly controlled by by lever um f- from the keys. Mhm. Or you can do something more interesting perhaps and uh use the keys to deliver some kind of signal to a person or organism that actually mm-hmm. plays the string. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. mm Mhm.
1: Uh, as you know, we we love the intersection of technology and grotesque body horror.
0: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I very much like that. And I think this goes very well to my mind with the uh, control claw mm-hmm. in that it, you are less playing the piano and more exhorting it to perform for your pleasure.
1: Yes, that's right. It's like a, a snake charmer. Mm-hmm.
0: But if a snake charmer actually played the snake, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Or the or the snake was the one playing the the pipe. Mmm.
0: I like that very much. Yeah.
1: So, so, so. Oh, this is perfect. It's a perfect fit. Um, because like pianos are already built to house long, skinny things. Mm-hmm. Um, in you know, in the sense that they have strings in them. Uh just replace all the strings with snakes. Mm-hmm and the snakes can have a little um a little bow in their in their, in their mouth yeah
0: okay yep yeah. no i'm i'm fully
1: on board and then so maybe so maybe the um oh i guess like if we're we're not replacing the strings we, we still need something to be bowed but we could like take uh we could the the way that you manipulate the snakes is like their their tail is hooked up to the key Mm-hmm. and so you you train them you train them very specifically to like if they feel this a certain type of tug on the on their tail they they bow it in a certain way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that also allows for for multiple degrees of freedom where you can like hit that hit that glove you know up down left right and the the it'll just like give the tail a little little tug
0: yeah, this is very good. A lot of lot
1: of axes
0: of control. Yes, that's right. V- via snake tail, you can go like in the in
1: the Z axis too. Like you could pull, push the tail.
0: Now, the other sort of input method that I want to talk about uh, in terms of piano specifically are the pedals.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, and they're uh, also my... snakes. <laughs> As with our our calendar episode, it seems just sort of wasteful to me that pianos have three pedals that do a kind of a thing Mm -hmm. and we have the perfect example of another collection of three pedals that do a kind of a thing which is cars oh yeah yeah and i mean i i did some research on this uh, before this episode and as far as i can tell they do exactly the same thing so piano pedals should just be car pedals
1: that's a clutch idea
0: well, this is the thing. One of them makes the snakes go faster. Right. One of them puts the brakes on the snakes. Yeah. And the and other
1: one decouples the snakes from the drivetrain.
0: Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Or like hooks the snakes up to a higher revolution. Uh, oh,
1: you know, faster snakes. Faster snakes. More torque. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So actually, I think this is a very good idea, and I'll tell you why. It's because then we don't even have to train the snakes um, right. just by virtue of holding a bow in their mouths. They could be rotated very quickly against the strings.
1: Oh, yeah, of course.
0: And of so course. if you were like, ah, I need to, you know, reach a higher pitch of notes with my snakes, you can hit the clutch and swap in uh, either a faster set of snakes or Mm -hmm. rotate the snakes more quickly
1: this is perfect this makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. they would have to be like bigger or smaller snakes you would have to have like a snake ratio
0: oh clearly yeah yeah we can bring on some kind of consulting herpetologist to help us figure out what kinds of snakes would be the most uh suitable for each note that we want to hit
1: absolutely and and also oh man snakes snakes also have scales it's perfect
0: yeah, the the poetry of it is—it's wonderful, very good. Now, I do want to circle back to the thing that you mentioned at the top of this episode, which is the player piano. Yes, uh, a great idea. Uh, but in this day and age, nobody really has space for the you know the big rolls of perforated paper that oh yeah that tell a player piano how to play. Mm-hmm. What if? As we're as we're you know building in our usual suite of improvements and new technologies into the 2.0 of any given thing, what if we also build in um, what in my in my mind seems like a good name, reverse Shazam?
1: Oh wait, hold on, reverse Shazam Uh, is reverse Shazam? Not isn't that just choosing a song? And then having it play is that what it is? is that what you're talking about yes okay correct okay so so reverse shazam is just play this song
0: but specifically you have to hum it so the algorithm can uh, figure out what song it is no
1: but then that's just shazam have
0: have you ever tried to hum a song into shazam i remember
1: there's one there's some other service or maybe it was shazam uh itself that, that purported to be able to recognize a song from humming, and I thought that was always the most ridiculous claim. because how? How could you do that? You, you can't, it doesn't work. Well, no, I know. like like I, I know you can't with Shazam proper, but there was this other thing that that I think made that claim and it was just just the worst. Anyway, you can't.
0: Yes, but piano 2.0
1: can. yes, using AI or m or ml yes
0: either ai or ml or uh big datums yes big uh, datums sounds like a like the magazine that's for <laughs> data scientists but is like not about data if you know what i mean yeah i
1: do i do <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man channing datum hmm Hmm. he'd be in he'd be in that magazine anyway anyway okay we've gone off track uh so reverse shazam great um
0: it, it totally works and you know exactly what i mean and uh, great yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah you just want you just wanna you you hum a song this song and then the piano yeah okay how does it handle? Oh, it, that's it's so tough because like there are so many songs. What's what's the famous? Oh yeah, another one bites the dust versus uh the 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 real one. What's it called? Uh, under pressure. No wait, ice ice baby <laughs> and under pressure.
0: I like that you just named two Queen songs <laughs> like they wouldn't be distinguishable from each other.
1: I'm a horrible person.
0: Well, here's the thing. If you want under pressure, you could just be like, "Hey, Piano Two Point do that song that's like under pressure." But if you wanted Ice Ice Baby, you could be like, right. I mean, you have to do all the lyrics, all of them, all of them, and it would be like, "Ah, I'm ninety nine percent sure that that is Ice Ice Baby." I love
1: how you jumped into the falsetto for just for to say the two words under pressure.
0: That's how it goes. Well,
1: I know that's how it goes. Yeah, I true.
0: take I take song verisimilitude in my podcast very seriously.
1: I I respect that. I take I take automaton verisimilitude <laughs> extremely seriously as well, so I can relate.
0: Yes, I I can tell. I'm yeah. still amazed. <laughs> it's only through sheer force of will that I'm not saying all of the lyrics to "Ice Ice Baby," which of right. course I know.
1: Of course, you know them. Yeah. We can re- release that as a side uh, yeah. episode, bonus bonus episode, yeah. for
0: our non-existent Patreon listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so finally, before we talk about marketing, um, I do want to talk about the appearance of Piano 2.0. Oh, yeah. Uh, classically, you know, very glossy, black lacquer, mm-hmm. um, sort of like a piece of furniture, in a sense. Yeah. It's it's very good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're dealing with a, a real instrument, and I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I wonder. It is elegant, and I'm wondering if we can elevate that somehow
1: what like like hydraulics
0: well i mean
1: you just raise that raise and lower it
0: like one of those cars that does that
1: yes that's right we're already putting the like pedals Mm -hmm. the car pedals in so So we might as well just like put put some under under lights what do you call it
0: uh ground effects
1: yes yeah yeah hell yeah
0: I actually really really like the idea uh, the the performative aspect of piano 2.0. If I'm thinking about this in a in a concert and like it's sort of you know bouncing around on hydraulics while you're playing it. Yeah,
1: exactly. So cool. We're in in time with the music or whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be so sick. The snakes would not like it very much, but you know,
0: I mean, they're probably in some kind of harness.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> they'll be probably. they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. This they're, they're buckled up as as everyone should be when they're inside a moving uh, vehicle. Correct. Safety first. Safety first. When S- safety first. Do we want to talk about
0: the color or other like appearance aspects of Piano 2.0 at all?
1: What if what if it's um <laughs> what if it's just a giant automaton face? Mhm. That you could just squish for I don't know, for maybe maybe there's no point in squishing it, but
0: I mean, I do, I think the squishing is very important because that's how you sort of modulate the sound oh, that yeah, it's yeah. making. of course, yeah. Um,
1: but it would be more like a hug. It would be big.
0: It would have to be big. So you're suggesting that if you took an automaton uh-huh. and sort of snapped off the stem of it yeah, yeah, and made it very large and it had hydraulic legs.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, this, that's, what, that's what I'm suggesting. It doesn't have to be very, it doesn't have to be, it, it occurs to me that this might not have to be like full piano sized. Mm-hmm. Um, except I for mean, the snakes I don't know
0: well this is this is the thing it it very much depends on the uh, volume of snakes that we need to house right. within it but uh, again a piano is very uh, just one or two dimensional in that regard whereas we can take advantage of the third dimension oh, for
1: yeah, piano 2.0 for sure yeah
0: so we can stack a whole lot of snakes in there
1: you can yes one, one can definitely do that it's like snake cube
0: <laughs> so let's talk about marketing and let's make I, you. <laughs> I want to be very mindful of our um previous efforts around around branding and I'll just put this down right away. P I I N O.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um P N 2.
0: Also very on brand for the redesign.
1: P I I N 2. <laughs>
0: just going for the twofer, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, just cram them all in. It's fine. Nice. Um, there's, there's. Uh, oh, oh. So the, the full name of a piano, as we know, and as I alluded to in a, in an earlier pun in this episode, um, the, the full name of the piano is piano forte. Mm-hmm. Um, re- referring to the fact that it goes soft and loud. Um, we could bring that back and call it the piano four two. Hmm. That's a thing that we can do. Um, we can also just like ditch, ditch the quiet aspect of it. Cause this thing, we want it to hit the market in a bombastic fashion. So it's like piano, forget that. This is a forte.
0: Oh, I like it. It hit the market loud. Do we want to allude to its internal workings at all?
1: Wait, wait, one sec, one sec. P two and two. Uh huh. P- no, P I I N two, eight. T.
0: Yes, perfect.
1: Yeah, that's, that's so good. Just
0: it's twice as good across it's the board. Twice
1: it's just twice. This is double. I love okay, it. Okay. Okay. The the in- okay. Continuing with the the internals.
0: No, that's it. We're done.
1: Okay. Great. Thank. Thank God. <laughs>
0: If there are things in your life that you want redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at The Redesign Cast. Uh, We'd sure love to hear from you and you can find the email link on our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would be great if you left a star rating or review on iTunes or shared it with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.